Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Yannick Hanfman. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Dennis Kudler. This is Sebastian Wolfner. It's Mark Andrea Wiesler. I am Francisco Serundolo. And, and you're listening to the Game Zola Podcast. Hopefully you enjoy it. Hey, welcome back, tennis fans. Day five in the books, and what a day five it was. So many upsets at the Australian Open that there is a huge list we need to go through. I just can't quite believe it, JJ. I mean, the one big thing I've got to start with is that I'm disappointed I was unable to watch as much tennis as I would usually do for a Grand Slam. Unfortunately, with work commitments, I was unable to be at home and watch as much as I would usually. Uh, And I feel like I've missed probably the best day of the Australian Open. Um, A summary is, in the men's, we only had one match that went straight sets. I believe that was Nuno Borges. Everything else was four or more sets. We had the longest tiebreak I've ever seen on the women's. I did catch a little bit of that match, I must admit. And all in all, some really big players leaving the event. Of course... I've got to start with Rabakina going out. She was my champion. I really thought she was going to win the Australian Open. I can't be too harsh on her. I thought she at times she could have done a little bit better on some of their match points, but Blinkova played incredibly. And if Blinkova does continue like that, she's going to go far this event. We always have it on the women's tour at Grand Slams. A player who just arrives in good form and who plays really well can knock out a lot of big players. And that's exactly what happened with Blinkova. She was playing like a top 10 player. And I don't know if you want to start with the tweets yeah. for that one, because okay. it is. Let's just go to that one first, because it was incredible. incredible. It literally was incredible. I think it's got to be the highlight of the day in terms of matches, something I've never quite seen before. And at 42 points, the final set tiebreak between Anna Blinkova and Elena Rabakina won 22-20 by Blinkova. It's the longest tiebreak in a singles match in Grand Slam history. So history was made today. Yeah. Um, Rebecca, I think the chances of the amount of match points, especially on serve, mm. I did have a probability. I don't have the tweet to hand now. It's something like 45,000 to one. It's so crazy. the chances of the players doing what they did today and not taking the match points on their serve is about 50,000 to one. <laughs> Let's round it up. <laughs> and especially as one of them's Rabakina, probably the best server on the tour, you'd think the odds would be even On some less. of the match points, though, she didn't really do too much wrong, and Blinkford just kept running and chasing everything down. 
one of the craziest matches I've ever seen. And I was lucky to watch most of the tie break um, yeah. in my defence. However, I did miss a lot of the other match and a lot of the other ones because there was another big marathon match in Medvedev as well, <sighs> which mean, was insane. But I don't know if you want to speak about this. I know I'm talking a lot. That's so. all right. <laughs> I know. I'm just absolutely shocked. Blinkova is one of those players who can spoil a bracket, though. I think we've had it in tournaments before. She can turn it on. She's a big hitting player and has a lot of desire. And Rabakina didn't look great in her first match. The second match, I expected her to come out of her shell a bit more. I think she just met somebody who you just don't want to meet if you're not in your top form. And Blinkova, credit to her. I mean, everybody probably expected Rabakina to come and take that tie break based upon her big serving and her big match temperament. But it didn't happen. Blinkova just created a story right now, which it seems to be today was the day of the shock, the day of the upset. And it looks like we've got the long matches back again. We had yesterday where they all shortened again, yeah. and today they've all gone long again. So maybe we're having a day on and a day off. I don't know what's going on. Well, let's go and look at some of the players out. So these are the seeds out after uh, two rounds at the Australian Open. So yeah. not just today, just in total. So we've got Rabakina, what was today? Pegula, was that today? Yep, that was today. It seems it's all blurring now, but I do. <laughs> we were talking about it earlier, that's why. Yeah. Jabur. Which wasn't. We've got Sarkari, Runa today, Samsonova, Kasatkina, Kudometova, Garcia, Alexandrova, TFO, Jari, Lynette, Vekic, Estea, Sarundolo, Potopova, Davidovich, Vekina, Kalanina, Struff, Mertens, Mercetti, Zhu, Wang, Bauskova, Bublik, Fernandez, Lehechka. Um, sounds like a <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Harry Potter spell when you yeah, say it really fast. That's it. Wow. Um, but 19 out of 32 on the women's draw and 9 out of 32 on the men's draw. The biggest shock out of the lot, I don't know if you would agree with me, but it is... I got Jess Pagula. No, mine is Rabakina. I did, I did really gave her... Not, I was not worried at all. I didn't think Blinkova was going to take a set. I didn't think she would trouble her. And questions now need to be asked of Rabakina playing far too much, maybe, before the Australian Open. She won yes. an event, played another one, didn't need to do it. No. Nope. I think she just needed to take that week off, and I don't think she would have lost a Blinkova. It was fine margins. There was nothing separating them. Credit to Blinkova. I'm not going to take anything away from her, but that was the biggest shock out of the whole event for me. Um, and you don't agree, because you went with someone else. I feel like the Pagula one, in the fact how convincing the loss was as well, that really shocked me. At, at least Rabakina gave it a bit of fight and came up against somebody who just in inspired form. Pagula just went out in straight sets to Burrell. I mean, 6-4, 6-2, it was embarrassing. Power 12. Yeah, embarrassing for me. Uh, Pagula, this is somebody you expect to see in the, well, I say the, at least the quarterfinals. She's one of the people with like Andre Rublev on the men's side who struggles in slams come the second week and she hasn't even done uh, as well as get to the second week. She's done a SAR career essentially and I know people are going to be mad at me for comparing the two but it's another one of the, in the same category. And look at them stats, 31 on forced errors, oh only nine word. winners for Pegula. It's terrible. That was um, a really poor one. So we've got Jose here uh, saying top 10 players left before the women's single third round at the Australian Open. Eager and barely. Let's t we'll t touch on that yep. just next. Sabalenka, cruising. Goff, cruising. And Ostapenko, um, it says there, still playing round two. 
Well, she's not still playing. She went through in three, but, but it, won. Was, it was very like touch and go. Oh, this is an old tweet. Because this was, was the recent one. There was, no. I think there was another one, but this is an older tweet. Yes. Ostapenko did, in fact, win in the third. So Against she Tommy managed Anovich. to get through. Yep. But Saba, Goff, cruising, eager. Let's touch, to touch on that because she almost went out as well. Yes, I mean, it was... And this is Daniel Collins' last season on tour. I always thought it was going to be a potential banana skin. Uh, Daniel Collins been to the final before, looked great when she was playing in that year, and she's always a threat, big hitter. And it's nice to see the fact she was actually able to run Eager very close because I know that she's played Eager on a few occasions and got absolutely battered. So this one, Australia's obviously the place where she likes to play, and the fact that Eager came back from, what is that? Three three break points at four two down in that third set. Well played to Ego. I mean, yeah, she was four one down, and then as this, as the image shows there on the screen, are you sharing that one? Yeah, yeah. You can see three break points at two four in the third set. She come back. She almost went out. Yeah. It could have been ego. You could have been looking at this after today. Well, Saba would, <laughs> would have been like. But then who would have been on the top part? Ostapenko. Well, this is it. Penko, probably the biggest winner, I think, from today. Well, if Ostapenko had a gone out today, Eager would have probably been rubbing her hands together with Rabakina and Ostapenko both going out. But Ostapenko's hung in there now with the knowledge that she could potentially meet Eager and she could potentially knock Eager out again. Like, because Eager's nearly gone out there. And yeah. Ostapenko, she came up against an Aussie. Tomjanovic, normally pretty good, but she still got it done in that third set. And Ostapenko just blows hot and cold no matter what set. You never, never know what you're going to get. So, yeah. But not a great performance from Eager. No. I saw. I thought Collins was good um, last season. She had that extra motivation to put everything on the court. Yeah. Uh, but Eager, the main thing is she's in the draw. And you'd expect her not to play as recklessly as today. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree. I think it, that one was a, a bit of a warning. Mm. And I feel that she now needs to go back to the uh, the drawing board and prepare for her next match, which is going to be against Noskova, who had a really tough match mm. against Kessler as well. There were lo lots of tough it's matches. It's all close. All of them close. More yeah. so on the men's than the women's. They were really close. Uh, if you just read that one out. Yeah, this on. is uh, another statistic. It's... Uh, only two players have reached the women's singles third rounds at each of the last five majors, and that's Eager and Saba, the top two. So that just goes to show how strong they are, the one and two, who are always the best two women in the draw, it would seem. And they look like they could be on a collision course. Saba, it's going to take a lot to stop her. Maybe an inspired Mila Angeleva could be the only <laughs> thing, and Saba falling off a bit on her serve. That's the only thing that I can well, see. Well, I'm getting behind her now, Mira and David, to win the whole thing. That's who I'm going to support now. Rabakina's out. She was my pick, so I'm going to have to go big on Mira. <laughs> um, is that all for the women's? Or we've got Raducanu. Uh, I've mean, let's, we'll go to Raducanu at the end. Yeah. Then. Let's speak about Daniel Medvedev Yes. Yeah, so on the story of closeness. I'm not worried. Because... I'm, where do we start with this one? 3.39am. That's the way we're going to start. Not the score. At 3.39am. It's almost 4 o'clock in the morning. And this unbelievable five, day five is finally over. And luckily, it was a bagel in the fifth. Lucky, Because yeah. if it wasn't, and we saw like a seafood tie break in the fifth, it could have finished about five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Medvedev, I think he's just using that uh, amazing gas tank that he had, and that was the thing that won him the match. He was down two sets to love against 
Rusevori in great form. And the fact he was able to just grind his way back. And that fourth set tie break was the end for Rusevori. Oh. I mean, there's just no way he could, he could have won the fifth for me yeah. after it, losing. It, it finished him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get it. I, 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 it took me a second. <laughs> he, is. he was finished after today, Rusevori. Um, <laughs> Most definitely I, I did, was. I did tell you, though, that Rusevori would run him close. You even said he might take even a couple of sets. So I fair said play. Medvedev in five. I, I think it was possible. I've been big on Rusevori for a while. You've been spot on your uh, predictions in this tournament, so I'll give you some credit. I don't know about that. No, huh? but like, you've said a few like ones, even if they've been off the stream, and you've said, I think that they'll take a set. Like Tommy Paul, that's yeah. another one we can speak yeah. about. You said, I think you'll beat Draper yeah. quite convincingly. Yeah, I was pretty confident in that based off what I saw. Another good pick. And Tommy Paul did beat Draper in four sets, so we're not going to now see Draper Alcalaz. You can go check out our podcast yesterday to prove that I was saying the exact same thing, yes. just so I'm not talking nonsense. Holger Runa going out, disappointing. Yeah, I mean... Big loss for him, that one. This is one of the things with, with Holger Runa as well. Um, I know that we keep on throwing him into the mixer with all of these other top players. I was having a think about Holger Runa earlier on today, and I was actually thinking, like, he could be on like a similar trajectory to maybe a Sinner, I think. Whereas he's just, he's obviously, Sinner took a bit of time to start winning some big like tour events. And then he's done, hopefully, going to start doing well in the slams. Like, obviously, he got to semi final Wimbledon. I think Runa's going to be on that trajectory. At the moment, he's still not great in the slams. Going out to people like Kazo and obviously Sinner, he was going out to people like Altmaier. Mm. I feel that that's going to change for him, but it's going to take another year. I, th I think that he's on that trajectory, but he's not quite at... We can't include him in the conversation with Yannick Sinner, I don't think, or Alcaraz. I feel that he needs to grow some more. Yeah, um, yeah no, I know what you mean. I think uh, he's just not quite there yet. Um, and we're going to see him have more losses like this. Just go to go back to Medvedev, because we rushed past that one quickly. Go it's on probably then. the biggest, the best match of the of the men's yes. in this... In this so far, probably, I think in terms of drama and excitement and how late it finished. Uh, did you did you see the bit where Medvedev lost his call completely and started playing bowling on the court? <laughs> I mean, why not? I mean, just free. <laughs> I mean, <it's laughs> he knocked both bottles over. By the way, he hit both of them with a racket. Good at temping bowling, um, apparently. He said to the crowd, "Honestly, guys, I would not be here. You are strong." Yeah, I mean, how? he was shocked that people were still there. And he also posted on social media not too long ago. His watch, yeah. saying it's late. Nice watch, though, <laughs> isn't it? It's it. What's the uh, brand? Bovet or Bove? I don't know how you say it. It says it the, on the bottom. Yeah. You scroll down. A Bove 1822, the yeah. watch. So pretty expensive, I can imagine. And I'm sure he probably got, maybe got that free for posting that. Who knows? Yeah, but <laughs> is this going to impact his tournament now moving forward? Or I can he just reset? He's, quite, he's physically he's very fit. Very yeah. fit yeah. I don't think that this will worry him. I think he'll be a bit annoyed that he, it took so long to get going and how late the match finished. That, I think that the lateness of the match finishing will affect him more than how long the match was. Yep. That's my personal opinion. But obviously he's got some tough matches in his little section. Dimitrov, another person going through uh, earlier on today and doing it in style. I think he dropped a set, though, unfortunately yep. for him. I thought he might go through in straight sets, but... It's only one set, and he was playing an Australian in Kokonakis, and I don't think you can be too mad at him for that. Kokonakis really good if he serves well for a full set. So 
solid from Dimmy there. Yeah. Any more tweets or should we go through uh, the matches? Uh, yeah, just, uh, well, Carlos Alcalaz, I want to bring this one up. Obviously, we were speaking about Holgaruna and we should speak about Alcalaz because he's one of the two Spanish players that are left uh, in the singles, round three, and it's their worst mm. since 1999. Yeah. It's crazy, isn't I it? I guess because there's just been... The Vadascos, Lopez, these guys aren't here now. They always Fakina had a little run. Fakina went out. Yeah. Munar went out. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's a bit crazy, isn't it, to think? Yeah. Obviously, no Rafa there. But I don't think they've got that many great players coming through, do they? But he had a good Spain, are, Spain are missing. Like Italy, I feel, have a lot more talent coming through than what Spain yes. do, definitely. But well done to Alcalá, tough of opponent in um, Sanago, got through it in four. His 200th match uh, on the tour. And, I mean, it gets a bit weird, doesn't it, that they keep on saying that we can't keep comparing Nadal and Alcaraz. And then you keep getting these stats. 200 matches into their professional career, and they've got the exact same win-loss record. I mean, 157 wins, 47. Uh, 157 wins, 43 losses. What? This is this not bizarre? It is weird. It is strange. Um, I feel Carlos though. I think he's gonna. I, I don't know. I just. I, I think he's gonna. I generally believe he will be one of the big tennis players we'll be talking about in 20 years' time. Definitely. Um, let's see how he all plays out. So early to say, but it just feels like that's going to happen. Uh, let's let's end on Radu Khan and then we'll go through the other results because okay. Radu Khan, who lost today against Wang, a winnable match. And after the yeah. match, I'm not going to read it all, but she was basically, you can read this on Twitter, um, she was basically moaning, complaining, saying that she lost because of an illness. Um, I'm sick of it. <laughs> I am honestly sick of it. Radu Kanu turned a corner. She did all right in that second set. We started seeing a better level from her. We saw some fight from her. Yep. Because was she not down a break in that set? Yeah, she was. She was down a break in the second. Yeah, came back. This was in the morning, set. early morning for us. So I was watching a bit as I was coming into work. And I'm sick of the excuses. She can never lose without being injured. She may have had some physical problems, but you can't always... If, you, if someone says after every loss... Physically, I wasn't there, or I felt a bit ill, or I had a problem here. It comes a point where you're not going to buy that. No. You can't always have the problem. Sometimes you can just lose. Wang played well. Yep. Raducanu should have won, but Raducanu did what she always does and couldn't handle the occasion and missed out. She won the US Open, but since then, she's just not been able to compete with the top players whatsoever, probably because she's not put enough work in off the court um, when she's not playing matches. Is she dedicated fully to tennis? I don't think so. And we're seeing it yet and yet again, time and time, and moaning about illnesses and injuries. There's going to be people in the comments who think I'm going to be in harsh or they're going to be frustrated with what I'm saying. But this is my opinion, and this is how I feel about the situation. I would rather her just come out and say I've been beaten by the better player. Better look, isn't Someone it? who works harder than well, me. I would Someone who actually wants to win more than what I, I do. I would have preferred the statement to have been... I've come back. But are you starting to see this now? Because you always used to be a big defender of Emma. Well, did, I don't like In these same this. scenarios. I don't like when this. When I was calling this out two years ago. She could have gone down the approach of just saying, this is my sort of comeback tournaments. And I, I had a good first round match and I looked, I felt really good. Uh, second round, 
it maybe it's just a little bit too much for me right now and I was beaten by somebody who's in better form than me. Uh, I'll come back and fight stronger for the next event and hopefully by the end of the year I'll be at the top of the game. But she didn't. She came out and said this. I'm disappointed that she went out, but this makes me not miss her as much as I was going to. So I'm a bit sad, but you can't just... No one ever looks upon you in a good light if you have an excuse for losing ever. Like, and you go into fighting, go into any sport. But not constantly with an excuse. You can't, there can't always no, but be you shouldn't one. Even, I don't even think you should come out with excuses even straight after a match or even after a fight or after anything. Let, the, let it settle down. And if there's an excuse a few months later and you wanted to suddenly re release the fact you had an injury or you release the fact, that that's fine. But not straight after because it sort of, reigns on the parade of the person who just beat you. And it was a fair win. She was complaining about the wind on court as well, a lot. That it was the same for both players. But unfortunately, that's the way it is sometimes. The, the conditions don't suit you. They didn't suit her. She was overhitting a lot with the wind behind her. And that was where a lot of the errors came from. Right, let's go through some other matches. You want to go men's or um, women's? Start with the well, men's. Well, there's, there's not. I don't have to go through all of them because okay. we spoke about a lot of them. But let's start with Nori and Zverev because both of them I mean, did an incredible crazy. comeback from two sets down. Do I look at them two and think they can go really far? Not, not just so convinced on just either Just Nori down from two sets down. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, yeah Zverev because Zverev won the first set, didn't he? But he still had to come back. Two he was two, two one yeah. down. Um, Nori did the big comeback. Close. I still don't feel like either are going to push the top top players at all. That's my assessment. Rude, one in five, not that convincing. 10 7 in the super tie break. Yeah. Um, moving down, great win for Borges. Yeah. Fantastic fan player he is, and he's proven um, a lot of doubters that he can play on the hard courts. Morgado would be absolutely. Yeah, he'll be pleased with so that. So happy with that, I'm sure. Uh, Chang moving through. He's Alcalaz's next match, in case anybody's wondering. That should be entertaining. Yeah, shame for uh, Nagal. I think yeah. um, he ran his race a little bit. I did think Shang was going to win when we spoke yesterday or the other day, two days ago. Uh, but he'll be pleased with the amount of money he's now got in his bank account because it was a lot more than the 900 euros yeah. not too long ago. Brilliant for him. Uh, moving down to Hercatch, he won in five against Mensik. Mensik played incredibly well, pushed him, was yes. two sets to one up. And um, Medvedev would be happy about that because he might have to face her catch at some point. Yeah, I mean, both of them will be going to be shattered if they do get to face each other because they've played a lot of tennis so far. Uh, moving on to the women's, we've spoke about a lot of these. Uh, the big one's Svitolina, we've not spoken about. She did really well to win in straight sets. Yes. And Navarro did well to come back. I think she was down a break, maybe, or yeah. should break points against in, her in the third. Yes, that was correct. also this morning. And she managed to fight through that and come back. Stevens, massive result against Kasatkina, yep. underdog. And could we see like a Sloane Stevens surprise some people and get to a Grand Slam final again? Well, she shut me up because I had her going out first round in my bracket and she's looking pretty good, to be honest. Yeah. So fair play, Sloane. I stand corrected. Another one who could surprise us and we shouldn't be surprised, Azarenka. Yeah, there she Still is. Still doing it. <laughs> the player with one of the most titles as an active WTA player. Is she going to win the whole thing? Why I'd not? She's up against Ostapenko next. If she beats Penko, then... Because she's on the nice possible. bit, isn't she? Without Rebecca now. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's got eager She'll be at eager. some point. Eager's struggling. Well, there you go. This is a two-time Australian Open might be champ. eager, yeah. She's won the Australian Open twice. She's got that calibre. And she's got mum power these days, isn't she? Yeah, exactly that. 
Um, but let's wrap it up there anyway. We've been through all of the matches. Let us know your thoughts in the comments section below. Do you agree that Rabakana or the Rabakana match was the best match of the day? I think it was, but Medvedev certainly <laughs> run it close. Close. Um, and of course, let us know what you think um, about the event now as a whole. Do you now, are you looking at it for a different lens? Certainly the women's, I think, after today, you can look at with a different lens because some big players have gone out and I'm interested to see if you still fancy Yiga as much as you did pre-event. Uh, but thanks for watching, guys. Make sure hit the like button, subscribe if you're new. Go listen to us on Spotify if you want to hear just the audio. And we'll be back for more matches tonight for us, tomorrow for you maybe. And they're going to be Djokovic in the morning, I believe. And tonight, Anisimova Badoza at midnight. So they're the two matches I've got scheduled in. We've also got Coco Golf Parks. Maybe we'll try and get some cover for, uh, but we'll see how it goes. But yeah. thanks, everyone, and we'll see you very soon. Yeah, see you later, Bye. everyone. More upsets to come, maybe. Hope not. Podcast Network.